Hey, this is Drew Blackston, founder of Anchor Movement. Together with my wife, Valerie, we want to invite you to join us on our podcast as we discover more of God together. We founded Anchor Movement on Hebrews 619, which says we have this hope as an anchor for our soul, firm and secure. We hope this message drops an anchor into your soul and propels you towards the destiny that God has for you. If our message inspires you, we encourage you to rate and share with your friends and family. Thank you for tuning in to today's Anchor Movement Podcast. Enjoy the message. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in to the Anchor Movement Podcast. My name is Drew Blackston. I am pumped today because my wife, Valerie, has joined me on the podcast today. This is only the second time uh, she's joined me, so welcome, Valerie. Thank you. Hello. I'm excited to have you here. Happy to be here. I know. <laughs> <laughs> kind of cornered me into this. But I did I'm corner happy. you into doing this. But it's going to be good, I'm sure. It's going to be real good. We kind of want to deviate a little bit today from, um, we've been talking about fear a lot, and especially with what's been going on with COVID, and I think that everybody uh, facing some sort of fear with what's going on, whether it's the economic fear, whether it's fear with their job or with their family or getting sick and and when you turn on the news or social media there's I mean basically everything has been about fear and and Valerie and I have really kind of we've lived that we've been in that for a certain part of this COVID season Um, but there's something that she taught me early in our marriage and and I saw it in scripture the other day God really pointed this out to me and that's really what I wanted to have her on for um, and so today's podcast, the title of it is Don't Miss the Gifts, because I think a lot of times in life we miss the gifts that God is bringing to us. And, and the scripture I want to use today is John 4, verse 10. And this is when Jesus, and he's meeting the woman at the well. And, and most of us know this story if we've been in church, but if you don't, here's some context. So Jesus has been traveling He's tired. He's going through Samaria, and he sits down on this well at about noon, and this woman comes to get water from the well. Now, Jesus has sent his disciples into town to get food, and and normally Jews and Samaritans don't talk. They don't really interact, and especially not Jewish men and Samaritan women. So Jesus is going to have an interaction with this woman, um, which basically breaks down racial and prejudice barriers. Um, But what stuck out to me was verse 10 um, in John 4. And Jesus is talking to the woman, and she basically said, you know, how are you going to get water out of this well? Because Jesus was asking for a drink. And he said, if you only knew the gift God has for you and who you are speaking to, you would ask me, and I would give you living water. And what stuck out to me was if you only knew the gift God has for you. And and what, 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 what... touched me about the story was this woman is having this conversation with Jesus, the Son of God, the incarnate creator of the universe, and she's not recognizing who he is. And, and, and he's, he's communicating with her, but she's seeing something totally different in this situation because of prejudice or because of you know background or how she was raised. And he says this statement to her, he said, if you only knew the gift God has for you. And, and Val, I think a lot of times in our lives we miss some of the gifts God has for us because we're looking at our surroundings or we're looking at what we're going through. Maybe our lack instead. Our lack, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, we look at, you know, what's in the bank account instead of thanking God for the food that's on the table mm-hmm. or we 
look at, you know, Instagram's the worst because you see somebody wearing, you know, new clothes or new shoes and you say... Or going on another trip. Going on another trip. Whatever that may be. Or whatever. And you think, well, I don't have those clothes in my closet. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, I'm not going... You know, I'm not flying to Amsterdam during COVID-19 and staying in some fancy Airbnb or whatever. <laughs> but, you know, in reality, we have a closet full of clothes. Mm-hmm. We have a roof over our head. If you're listening to this and you're in the Western world, you know, you've got 90% of the amenities that the, the other parts of the world don't even have. You know, roof over your head and hot water. And I think we can miss some of the gifts that God's trying to show us, you know, in the moments. Yeah, on the day-to-day. So kind of at the beginning of this, um, we found ourselves a little bit focusing on some of the negatives and just being cooped up in the house for a while, you start to like kind of dwell on things a little bit more. So Mm -hmm. I decided that we just needed to work something out. So we did a, started a list, a thankful list and, or... What did we call it? We called it a famine list. Like a famine yeah. list, like during this whole pandemic. Yeah. Just to, and that, and that uh, consisted of us being able to maybe bless other people or other people that were blessing to us. And so we're like already, we filled up a whole front sheet. Front sheet. And yeah. now we're filling up a back sheet. And um, if you just more or less begin to focus on even some of the smaller things that you've been blessed with, you, you, grow and your thankfulness and so yeah. um, I mean it was small things too and, and it all came from I did a podcast called fear of lack talking mm-hmm. about Isaac and he sowed in famine and God blessed him and we said well let's have a famine list mm-hmm. and God put that on our hearts and and we put things like I mean we got some extra donuts at yeah Duncan, like, Chick-fil-A we got Chick-fil-A, some extra nuggets for like the a kids. whole extra box of nuggets yeah by, I guess by accident but um and some other things that I I don't think we would um maybe put to the forefront when we were busy on the day-to-day, like, you know, during this, they're saying, oh, reach out to your friends or text and check in and see how people are doing or, you know, you should send a card or whatever. But that's probably things we should have been doing in general, just more or less having uh, real relationships with people, maybe more than just a like on Instagram or a quick text message. So we tried to... um, send some care packages to some friends and some people did some really nice things for us as well and we even had stuff happen out of the ordinary like random gift cards or you know i don't know what some other examples but just things that we just didn't usually even think of were a big deal but when we changed uh our outlook our focus changed yeah our focus changed and we were just able to appreciate some of the small things a little more. Yeah, and I think that God uses that if you're willing to look for what he's trying to give you in the everyday moments. For me, you know, I have a big a big focus on maybe not the future, but I like to know what my week's going to hold. I like to know what my month's going to hold. And when quarantine happened and all this lockdown kind of came about, it became more of a day-to-day. Right. And then you had to figure out and see the blessings or the gifts mm-hmm. in the everyday, you know, because it became very monotonous, you know, get right. up. Maybe we, go for like three walks a day. We went day. for like three walks a day <laughs> when with When we the were kids. kind of shut down, yeah, yeah. You, not much you could do with kids. So. No, no. And so you'd go for these walks and, and then We have young work. kids, so our kids are under two and then almost four, so it's yeah. been a busy thing. <laughs> it's been busy. And so we'd do the walks. I would work. We'd have lunch. 
we'd have breakfast together, which was nice. We'd go on more walks. We'd watch a movie, and then we'd go to bed, and we'd do it all over again the next day. And so it became very monotonous and tough. And I think for me, I had a little bit of anxiety, I think, at the beginning to where I'm like, oh, my gosh, I don't want to do this every day to where it's just monotonous, where it's the same old, same old. And I think what God showed me, and especially you showed me, Val, was that we need to find the gifts Mm -hmm. that God is giving us, even in the monotony, even in the every day, what's, Mm -hmm. you know, what's God bringing us. And, and, And I think that for me, I started to look at it instead of saying, okay, we're getting up, we're going to have breakfast, we're going to go for a walk. Now I'm looking at saying, I get to have breakfast every morning with my two girls right. and my wife. Because typically you'd be gone in the morning. I'd be gone, yeah. You know, I'll leave before they're usually awake, and so he didn't really get to get his day going. And now, like, you know, they just love being able to see him more, and they're yeah. so excited even when he goes in because he's still mostly from home. But when, they, when he comes back, it's like, Daddy! Like yeah. screaming at the, you know, talking, yeah. so excited to see him. So yeah. I think they've really been able to build uh, even stronger relationship yeah. with their daddy. Like what you're saying, nice. yeah. I was looking at, at finding those relationships. And I think we all can do that. I think we can all look for the small, meaningful things in our life um, that are gifts from God. You know, a lot of people talk about gifts and they say, well, you know, God bless me with this new car or God bless me with this house. And those are wonderful things that God gives people, right. you know, or God bless me with this you know, new, shiny, whatever. But I think that we miss the small blessings that God gives us, you know, like hot water, um, Mm -hmm. which is wonderful. We didn't have a pool at our house um, for for a lot of our marriage. And so when we we moved to Tampa, we got a pool. And that has been huge during quarantine to have a pool. And I know that that's a huge blessing because a lot of people don't have pools. And just to say, hey, God gave us a house with a pool, Mm -hmm. that's, that's a huge gift, even... Even if it's not, you know, something shiny or, yeah, maybe or whatever. Maybe people are just kind of get used to having that. But um, uh, we've reached out to some of our friends that are missionaries in other countries. And, I mean, they're having food, like, rationed out rationed, to them, delivered. delivered. They're having to stand in lines. That, I mean, we thought it was bad when we had a toilet paper shortage. But, mm-hmm. I mean, they're standing in lines, like, wrapped around grocery stores just trying to get, like, everyday essentials. So And that's still going on. Right, yeah. yeah. So we know that we've been uh, very blessed to be in the mm-hmm. situation we're in here yeah. in America. So Yeah, and I think that when I look at it, what reminds me of this is the children of Israel when they were coming out of Egypt. Mm-hmm. You know, they were in the wilderness, and, you know, God was, was leading them to the promised land. And, you know, we always look at the children of Israel and say, oh, my gosh, they were so stubborn. How could they ever act like that? God took them out of Egypt. He parted the Red Sea. He killed the Egyptian army. I mean, how could they ever act like that? But in reality, we do it ourselves. You know, we get kind of stubborn, too. Like, God saved us. We've been recreated in Christ Jesus. Look at all these blessings, and we're still complaining sometimes, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I think about, like, the manna. You know, God gave them manna and quail. Uh, and they started complaining about it. And then they didn't have water, and they complained about it. And Moses was like, I can't believe you gave me these stubborn people mm-hmm. to lead. You know, and so I think I think in our own life, like they they saw the manna as a gift at first, right. but then because it became so routine, mm-hmm. so every day, right. the air conditioner turns on every day, the mm-hmm. microwave just happens to work, they were missing the gift of the provision that right. came every single day. And so I, I want to encourage you as, as somebody who's listening to don't, you know, just because the gift 
just because God's giving you something and it's an everyday gift, whether that's breath in your lungs, gas in your car, you know, cable TV, whatever that might be, don't like neglect that and say, well, it's not as important as something else, Mm -hmm. right? It's not as important as something new and shiny. Just because it's an everyday gift doesn't mean it's not something to be thankful for every day. And I fall into this trap. Mm -hmm. I fall into, I mean, I I get in the shower every day and I, you know, I should be thankful that we have hot water, you know, and I'm not saying that we need to like, you know, have a praise party in the shower every day. But what I'm saying is there are gifts in your life that you're missing Mm -hmm. Because we're just not looking, and I do it, right. and that's why we created that that what we call quote unquote a famine list mm-hmm. um, to to spot the gifts that God has brought us. Yeah, I think sometimes too we focus on more on what God can give us, you know, and not maybe giving back either. And mm-hmm. sometimes our biggest blessings come in the giving, and not it's just better to give than receive. It's more <laughs> blessed to give than receive, right? Yeah. Than to get back. So, um, you know, we recently had a lot of fun being able to do like a little mini sprinkle thing for one of my best friends they're having a baby and you know we kept it really small because of what's going on with just four other people but it was just really meant a lot to be able to celebrate someone and the new baby coming into their life and just I don't know I just felt so good being able Mm. to do something like that even more than like getting a new thing or something, yeah. it just was just the the joy that came out of it and out of. Um, just well, and the, for her not being able to celebrate, not wanting she didn't want to have a sprinkle because because of COVID, didn't want to have right. a lot of people. Yeah, couldn't do that. Didn't want to you know do anything risky. And yeah, then just never mentioned anything about it, and so I think that obviously the surprise was exciting and everything, yeah. and so. I don't know. We just really enjoyed being able to do that. And you forget sometimes we're so get, we get wrapped up in the me, me, me. I'm woe is me. I'm sitting alone in my house. I have no friends now. I can't hang out. I can't go to the the grocery store like I used to. Or the movie or, theater. Or, you know, <laughs> you know I can't hang out with my friends. I can't fly, you know, whatever you, you're not, you can't do, you know, rather than thinking about what, we can do right now and make the most of this time so yeah what do do you think what do you think has been the how how would you if you were sitting there listening how how do you think it's how would you reposition your mind or refocus to see the gifts in the everyday I mean like how do you I know it's easy for us to say it because we've really made an effort to do it Mm -hmm. but like if you're somebody who doesn't who's going through something that's tough, you know, or maybe, you know, you they are alone. How, how would you maybe fo- refocus your mind to see what the gifts that God has given you? So I would say, um, actually, I had a tip from a counselor once, um, and she just told me, she was like, you just need to sit down, drink, drink some tea, and um, get out a notepad and paper, and even if you can just come up with five things every day, jot down five things that you're thankful for. Yeah. You might not feel thankful or you may not even want to write something down, but you know, this forces you to write it and then you can look back and say, wow, I, you know, maybe it's not as bad as I, as I think it is, mm-hmm. you know, and if it's that, 
okay, so you're healthy. You know, that's huge right now. You yeah. Not everybody has the same ability. We can still go into the store with a mask, do all that. Not everybody can even risk that. Yeah, maybe so. instead of complaining about wearing a mask, we can just be thankful that we're not, you know, in a facility, a nursing home, assisted living, or in a country where, you know, we, you know. You can't you even come out. Can't even come no, out. Like some people are in lockdown. They can't even leave their neighborhoods. I can't imagine. Can't even leave their yard. No, so. Yeah, I guess I would just say, our, you know, like we said, our focus, you have to, you know, even if you don't feel like it, try to just look for a couple things that you can, you know, focus yeah. in on that might be blessings that you didn't realize. So. Yeah, yeah, I like I like how the, how the scripture tells it in John 4.10. It says, if you only knew the gift God has for you. And I think a lot of us are going to look back at this season and say, if we only knew what God was going to teach us, through this season. Now, now, let me say this very clearly. God did not bring coronavirus. He did not do this. This is a work of the enemy. Acts 10.38 says that the, the oppression comes from Satan. But God is going to use this situation to mold us, to teach us, to train us up. And I think that a lot of times we think that we go through something, we just want to get through it. But we miss what God is training in the moment. And that's a gift as well. We say, I know this happened. I know coronavirus happened. I know I lost my job. You know, I know I got sick. I know this happened. But I know that courage came out of it. I know that strength came out of it. I know that perseverance came out of it. For for Val and I, um, we've experienced you know, the loss of a child in the womb. And even though those situations were not fun, even though those situations are not, you you couldn't quote unquote say those are a gift from God because they're not anywhere near a gift from God because God's not the one who steals and kills and destroys. What he taught us through it, how he said he would never leave us or forsake us, how he brought us joy in the moments of pain, those are gifts that we can never, ever get back. And, And I think that we all have those moments in our life where we can say, you know, God, I know you didn't do this, but here's the, here's what you brought me through and how you enabled me to get through this. And that's definitely a gift for the next time we face something. Right. Yeah. And I think um, one of the verses that I really like, it's Romans 5, 3 through 5. It says, we can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they help us develop endurance. And endurance develops strength of character. Character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. And this hope will not lead to disappointment, for we know how dearly God loves us because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. So, I mean, that's basically what we're saying right there, that this enduring these trials is going to help build our character and strengthen our confidence in Christ, our confidence Mm -hmm. of our salvation, of our foundation, you know, and sometimes we, during these times, we realized what our foundation was maybe really built on. Maybe it was built on your security and your finances and your friendships and stuff. Your work you know? schedule. <laughs> your work schedule, <laughs> how busy you were, you know, your busyness. I think some people build their foundation on busyness and when they have to just sit and be still and, you know, it just it doesn't go over well and some and really that's a good thing sometimes if we can just sit and focus on what God's trying to say to us over just kind of throwing noises in all the time so we don't have to listen or True. change so yeah really what better gift than to hear the voice of God mm-hmm. and even if it's the little things right you know so I think that's I think I think if we could you know I know that we've kind of 
veered off the path of, of the fear series here, um, but I really think this was something God put on both of our hearts to, to share, to say, don't, don't miss the gifts that God's giving you, whether that's, you know, <laughs> for me, I get my, every morning, my four-year-old, or soon to be four-year-old. Yeah, let's not rush. Let's not rush. She's, she's so still she's three. three. Soon to be four-year-old, We have like a month left. Yeah. You know, grabs yeah. me on the couch. And she says, Daddy, let's go play. Let's go outside. And, and literally for the last three or four months, we've gone outside about 7, 7.30 in the morning and rode bikes and, and played in the dirt. And, you know, I've gotten to read my Bible to her. And she's and, wanting now to sit and, and read her Bible. And now she wants Bible. to sit and do Bible study with me. And, I mean, yeah. you know, what better gift than her foundation that, mm-hmm. you know, 80, 100 years from now, she's not going to look back and say, you know, Daddy went to work every day, and that was great. She's going to say, remember when Daddy and I sat on the front porch and read the Bible together mm-hmm. every morning for three or four months or, yeah. or, you know, whatever that was? And that's a gift that, that I can never get back, and that's an eternal gift that, mm-hmm. you know, a billion years from now we'll be talking about the times that we spent on the front porch just talking about Jesus and then mm-hmm. setting that foundation. So um, value anything else you want to say? I think that's it. That's it. Well, I really appreciate you coming on me today. Yeah. I Next time it. I'll get you. I mean, <laughs> I had to pull you away from the kids to get you to come do yeah, this. Yeah. Well, me. you know, nap. I took away your free time. Yeah. Nap times are like gold. <laughs> <laughs> nap time are is gold. Let, yeah. let me pray for us, and and, okay. and we'll send you guys out. Father, thank you so much for today, and God, we just thank you for all the gifts you've given us. Obviously, the gift of salvation, and 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 just what it meant for you to go to the cross and and to give us eternal life with what you were saying to this woman at the well. You said, I want to give you living water. Father, we just ask that you would help us to recognize all the gifts in our life, whether that's relationships, whether that's, you know, financial gifts, whether that's the gift of of hot water or food in our fridge or whatever that might be. We just just ask you would help us to, to have a thankful and gift focused from you, God. And we thank you that you're providing for all of our needs. And we thank you that for the endurance and the patience to run this race. So Father, we love you. And we thank you for Jesus and that sacrifice on the cross. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen.